Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to yet another hard-hitting episode of the Uniform Mike Papa, the Unapologetic Man podcast. I really do appreciate it. And today, we're going to talk about why you should never, under any circumstances, change your opinion to match a woman's opinion. Guys do this all the time, seeking to get into rapport with her, and they actually lose her the respect in the process. So we're going to talk all about that today. I'm going to tell you exactly what to do instead and what to do when you think it's going to get you blown out, such as if she's a Christian and you're not, or she's a big Trump fan and you're not, or whatever it is, I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that. Before we jump into the content, I had an interesting question from a client the other night. He's like, man, you know, I took off her underwear and it freaking smelled like a burnt taco that got shit on by a sumo wrestler, sprayed with the caster of a beaver, and then launched into with a tuna can. And I said, brother, you didn't do the old karate chop maneuver. And he's like, the karate chop maneuver? What is that in week four, week six of your program? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just general teaching, brother, that you need to know when you're dealing with women. And women listening, you can do this one too, because sometimes, guys, that shit smells like a burnt taco that got found at the bottom of an inmate's laundry bucket. The freaking BO down there is so bad. How do I know this is true? Well, I'm a dude. I've been in locker rooms and I have many girlfriends who complain that, damn, the second that thing comes out, it's just like a waft of just like an armpit that farted. And they're like, fuck, dude, I got to deal with this. The old karate chop maneuver, ladies and gentlemen. So what you do when you're making out with the person, and of course, I'm going to preface this towards the boys listening, is you slap a karate chop in there. And when I say in there, I mean between her legs. Now, obviously, don't just be like, like smack her vagina with your fucking karate chop, but be rubbing the inside of her thigh And then, you know, kind of start rubbing your hand up in there with a karate chop because you got to get it between her thighs. So you're you're doing the old Bruce Lee. All right. So rub it a little bit. And usually if it's pungent, you'll know by smelling your hand later. Okay, so karate chop goes in. Couple rubs on her clit goes down. Then you pretend to scratch your face, whatever, rub your nose and you give it a quick (laughs) right to see if it passes muster. If it doesn't, then don't move things forward. And ladies, you do the same thing, okay? Slap the hand in there, maybe grope them a little bit, give it a quick sniffle. And if it's bad, you're out like sauerkraut. You're off like a prom dress. You are not gonna fuck with it because I'll tell you what, if it smells bad from outside the clothes, it's a thousand times worse once you get the underwear off. I have been in situations, as I'm sure many of you listening have, where you get the underwear off and it's so bad, you don't even wanna have sex with her anymore. It's so bad for you ladies listening, you definitely don't want to have sex with this dude. So what do you do? Do you make an excuse? Well, I'll tell you what, I have made an excuse. I'm like, oh, my stomach hurts or oh, I just realized I have this thing going on. It's a shitty situation to be in. And if she has any social calibration whatsoever, she'll probably realize that her hygiene isn't up to snuff. But what you do is the old karate chop, smell your hand, see how it is. If it passes muster, then you can move to the next step. If not, then you make an excuse. Hey, listen, that's enough for me tonight. I got to wrap things up. I got to get up early tomorrow morning, whatever. My roommate's coming home or I don't think we should have sex this early. So let's go ahead and stop it right here. And by the way, gentlemen, when you stop physical escalations with the woman in the right way, in the right way now, 
when you do that, it really turns them on and makes them more attracted to you. I had a client do this for the first time the other night. And he's like, Mark, when she left, she started sending me nudes, talking about how we're going to have sex next time. And I'm like, of course, no guy stops physical escalations with women. So when you do it, what does it communicate? It communicates that you have options, that you're not thirsty for sex, that you're not just trying to get your dick wet, but in fact, your penis looks like a shriveled burn victim hiding in the corner of your underwear because he's been having so much sex. Also, gentlemen, when you start getting lots of sex, it's kind of it's kind of gross. It's kind of a hassle. The fucking bottom of your tongue hurts. Your penis hurts. You're constantly worried about whether or not you're getting these chicks pregnant. You got to constantly stack up on condoms. I don't know about you, man. I fucking hate condoms. Absolute pure hatred towards condoms. But I'll tell you what, I'm not letting the horse out of the stable without a saddle. And I'm wearing a condom every single time I have sex with a new chick. Part of what's good about having a woman that you're permanently committed to is you get to have sex without a condom. It's the best, man. The feeling of that shit on your skin is just like a thousand times better. And I'm sure you guys agree. But dude, you have to stock up on condoms. When you're hanging out with chicks all the time, they fucking door ding your car. I was just looking at my car today and I was like, bro, every single one of these door dings is from some chick who was drunk. We got an Ashley ding. We got a Colleen ding. We've got an Amy ding and we've got a Bianca ding. Thank you very much, ladies. Furthermore, you get fucking glitter and shit in your car. I have so much glitter in my car. No amount of lint rollers can get that shit up. So what I'm saying is basically this. Where was I going with this? Okay, this is what I'm saying. Before you have sex with the girl, slap the karate chop in there, smell it. My friend's dad used to say, son, if you can't eat it, don't fuck it. And that goes both for men and women listening. If you can't eat it, don't fuck it. It's a pretty good thing to live by. But guys, you all want to get laid so much, like you just want to have an abundance of women. I'm telling you, yeah, it's great. Okay. I, I wouldn't tell you otherwise. I'm not going to lie to you. It's fucking awesome to have sex with tons of different girls, have sexual choice. But there's also a David Hasselhoff that comes along with it of dealing with all these chicks, having to get condoms, like getting a bad reputation, people talking shit about you, et cetera, et cetera. But my job here is to give you sexual choice so that you can choose rather than be chosen. And today we are going on the theme that I've been on for the past three episodes that basically revolves around frame control and owning up to who you are, what you are, what you believe, your attitudes and everything about you without making apologies to women. A lot of people ask me, why did you name your podcast the Unapologetic Man Podcast? And I said, because the theme of being unapologetic runs through literally everything that I teach. I'll tell you what, gentlemen, guys who get laid are unapologetic. Just like I talked about in my last episode, they don't try to sell themselves to women. They simply believe themselves to women. And what I said in the episode before that, they are not to be fucked with. So when you're talking to a girl, how many of us, and please raise your hand if this includes you, have changed our opinion to agree with the woman's opinion? Now let's blow this out and look at it from the 10,000 foot perspective. Two people have differing opinions. Person B changes their opinion to match person A. Who just controlled the frame? You're damn right, person A did. And guys do this time and time again because we want to get into rapport with women. We've learned since early childhood that when you're agreeable, when you're the nice guy, when you guys have similar belief systems and similar attitudes, that person will probably like you. 
Yes, that's true when it comes to friendships, when it comes to general relationships. But when it comes to attraction, it is not true. And the reason it is not true is because, again, you have to control the frame in every instance of your interactions with women. If you succumb and change your opinion to meet her opinion, you have just let go of the frame. All right, now let's unravel this and talk about an example, okay? The other night, I'm talking to a girl and she's a gigantic Trump fan, okay? She absolutely loves Trump. We have a lot of those type of people out here in Colorado and that's cool. You know what? If that's what you believe, it's fine. I don't agree with it. I'm really in the middle. I don't hate Trump. I don't love him. I see a lot of good about him, especially in frame control. Holy shit, that guy's got a strong frame. But then again, I see a lot of arrogance and I see a lot of lies. And that's what happens with Biden too. Like Biden, the dude seems like he should be in a geriatric facility. Did you see that thing where he gave a speech and then he turned around to shake somebody's hand and they weren't there? I was like, oh my hell, this is our fucking president. Are you kidding me right now? It's bad out there, boys. It's really bad. But I have faith that there's enough people in the system to monitor a derelict president, whether it's because of extreme arrogance or because of dementia. I believe there's enough people there to monitor that person. But I'm talking to this girl in the club the other night, and she's just a major, major Trump fan. And she hit me up. She's like, well, what do you think about Trump? And I told her straight up. I'm like, I think there's a lot of good things about him. I think he's a powerful negotiator. I think he has a strong frame. He believes in himself. He definitely doesn't give a shit what others think of him, which I can strongly relate to. But honestly, I'm not a gigantic fan. I really fall in the middle when it comes to politics. I can see both sides of the equation. I can see what the Republicans are saying. I can see what the Democrats are saying. And I think the best solution usually falls right about in the middle. Now, had I been a low-value guy, what would I have done? I would have tried to sell myself to her by agreeing with her opinion. Now, in that instance, she's like, oh, I really disagree with that. And I'm like, okay, we can agree to disagree. That's cool. So anyway, and I blew past it by changing the subject. So what was really subcommunicated to her was, I'm not going to move my boundaries, which again, I spoke about in a previous episode, in order to accommodate you. And what that sub-sub communicates is, I'm not going to move my boundaries to accommodate anybody. And that shows survivability. When you have strong boundaries, as again, I spoke about in an episode that I dropped last week, it communicates to women that you're highly attractive. Now, rationally, she may be like, well, I can't be with a guy who isn't a major Republican like I am. But emotionally, she's thinking to herself, I want to have sex with this guy. Why does it work that way? Why is it that girls will tell you, Mike, you are exactly what I want in a guy. You're so nice. You're so friendly. You have a good job. You're just a good dude. And then she doesn't have sex with you and she goes and have sex with some guy who's the complete opposite of what you are. Just a complete asshole, totally doesn't treat her right, doesn't give a shit what she thinks. And that's why she goes and has sex with him. Remember, boys, and this is really important, attraction is not a choice. Women are attracted to emotional triggers that communicate survivability, including not agreeing with your opinion if you disagree. All right, so let's say you're a super Christian guy and you talk to a girl who isn't a Christian and she kind of rips on you and she says, I can't believe you believe that. That's unbelievable. Should you try to explain yourself to her? No. Should you try to sell Christianity to her? No. Although I know in your religion, you kind of want to sell it to everybody because you have to save everybody, right, from going to hell. I mean, shit, if I believed everybody was going to go to hell who didn't believe what I believed, I'd probably be doing the same thing. But do you have to do that in order to get her attracted to you? No, absolutely not. 
I believe what I believe. And if you don't believe it, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. And frankly, go ahead and believe whatever you want to believe. Okay, so you could have a sports team that you absolutely love and approach a girl who's wearing the opposite jersey. And what I would do is I would actually tease her for that. And I'd say, oh my God, I cannot believe you are wearing an Indianapolis Colts jersey right now. Are you serious? In Denver? Are you kidding me? And boys, I don't even fucking follow NFL that much. I don't know if that's, there's a rivalry there. I don't really give a shit. But the point is, is that you have to own who you are and never, boys, under any circumstance, change your opinion to meet hers. Now that begs the question, can I try to get her to change her opinion to meet mine? Yes, but it must be done in a way that has absolutely no neediness behind it. And when I talk about neediness in this context, that means that you need her to change her opinion to meet yours. Because what does that communicate? That too communicates a weak sense of reality. I think this podcast is the shit. Okay, I absolutely do. I think it's by far the best dating podcast out there. And I know a lot of you guys agree with me. But if somebody didn't agree with me on that, I'm not going to spend my time trying to convince them because I'm so convinced that this is head and shoulders, the best dating podcast, male dating podcast to attract women on the fucking market that there's nothing I need to do to convince others. Because when you have to convince others, what does that really communicate? That you have to convince yourself. So if you don't feel like you're enough, you're going to try to convince people that you are enough, aren't you? If you don't feel you're good at a certain sport, you're going to try to fish for compliments, see what people think of you, see if they think you're any good. I want you guys to be so internally validated that you don't give a little a fuck what people think. You don't try to sway their opinions other than believing so much in what you do that you're willing to rationalize with them and talk to them about it. Whether or not they want to believe in it, that's fine. In the end, it doesn't matter to you. So right now, I know for a fucking fact that if you change your opinion to meet a woman's opinion, she will lose attraction for you. You can tell in my voice that I don't need to convince you of that. I'm so sure of it that instead I'm coaching you on it. And listen, brother, if you click out of this episode and you're not convinced, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter to me because I know it's fucking true. 100% know it's true. Just like a Trump supporter should 100% know that Trump is the shit and not have to convince other people that Trump is the shit. We have a next door neighbor that's flying a flag outside his house that says, fuck Biden and fuck you for voting for him. Literally, guys, okay? Now, that's cool, man. Have your opinion. But then again, I have a three-year-old daughter who's soon gonna be learning how to read. Do I want her seeing that shit? And furthermore, let's really look at this guy, okay? Let's really look at his psychology. And if you hate Biden just as much as he does, that's fine, bro. You can have your opinion. If you love Trump, hate Biden, love Biden, hate Trump, I don't give a shit. What I'm basically saying is when you push your ideals and when you push your opinions on others, you are showing a weak sense of reality because you have to convince others. You're so passionate about it and so unsure of it, by the way, that you have to push it on others. And with anger, what does anger communicate? Anger communicates that XYZ situation got into your frame, which shows a weak sense of reality. Okay, so again, let's say you love Biden in this instance, and you're trying to convince a girl, yeah, but Biden's great. You should have seen what he did in XYZ. Like, yeah, I know he's a little old and he turned around and tried to shake that guy's hand that wasn't there, but ah, just let that go. The dude's a great president. He's got a good head on his shoulders. The more you're trying to convince somebody of something, the less they're convinced that you actually believe it. 
So when you're meeting the opinion of a girl, that's like 10 times worse because you don't even have opinions. You don't even know what you like. You just want to agree with what she's doing. Now she's got the frame. She's leading the interaction. She's leading that opinion on XYZ subject. And you look like a fucking putz. And she doesn't get attracted to you. Guys, can you see why nice guys always end up in the friend zone? Nice guys do women favors. They compliment them, supplicate to them, work so hard for them, put all this energy into them, react to them, change their opinions to meet the woman's opinion, all in an attempt to try to get into her pants. But here's a lesson about females, gentlemen. Your tears will not work as lubricant for sex. That's right. Your tears will not work as lubricant for sex. The only thing that works for lubricant for sex is her snail trail going down your leg when she's dancing on it because 10 minutes earlier you did as I did and you said, I'm sorry, I don't agree with you that Trump is the shit. You know what? I really have a neutral feeling about him, but I don't agree that he's like the best president we've ever had, as she said. I straight disagreed with her and you should disagree with women, but always under the context that you're not emotional. Is what it is. If you agree with me, if you don't, I don't fucking care. This is my opinion. I'm not all butthurt about it. And frankly, I don't need you to agree with me because it doesn't really matter. So boom, I have my opinions about things. I have an opinion that listening to a podcast like this one makes you a fucking champion. And no, I'm not saying that to blow smoke up your ass, but you'd be surprised how often I tell people, particularly members of my family, that I'm a dating coach for men. And they say, oh, that's creepy to learn how to attract women using all these tricks. And I say, brother, it's creepy not to learn this shit. You're the fucking creeper that goes up to a girl and just creeps her the fuck out because you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. You're way too thirsty. You're hitting on her before she's ready. So no, I'm sorry. I can't agree with you. 100% you are wrong, but you know what? If you believe that, go ahead. I'm afraid I can't help you with that. And you're going to continue getting fucking fives and fours because you're unwilling to work on yourself. Opposite of what you fucking champions who are listening are willing and able to do. So again, guys, it's very simple. Don't change your opinion to meet the opinion of a woman. Even if you guys have vastly different religious beliefs, even if she's some major racist and I don't know, like your brother is half whatever she's racist against, never fucking do it. Even if you think, bro, this is definitely going to blow me out, fine. Better she kicks rocks with her head down. Because if a woman is that ensconced in her belief system, just imagine what she's going to do in the future when she believes something about you. Frankly, people who are closed-minded, people who have these beliefs that are imperturbable, can't be moved, just completely ensconced like a tick on a hound, those people worry me, man. Those people really worry me. Because the lack of being open-minded is yet another show of weakness. It's a show of fear. It's a show of not being able to flow to and fro with the wind that's blowing like a palm tree in the Hawaiian Islands. The most powerful master is that who can sway, who can have an open mind, who can hear other people's opinions, but in the end come to their own opinion without letting their influence affect them whatsoever. They're open-minded, they'll hear what they have to say, but they're gonna have their own opinion in the end. And they don't need anybody else to believe them. They don't care because they're internally validated. And that gentleman is attractive to women. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. I know I certainly did. I've been wanting to talk about this for a long time and I'm enjoying this theme of frame control, not to be fucked with, don't sell yourself to women, just be ensconced in who you are and you brother, yes, you listening, you are the fucking shit. And I want you to believe that. 
You are the shit for yourself. You don't need to convince anybody of it. You don't need anybody to validate it. You don't need girls to fall over themselves for you. You love yourself and you know that you're the shit and you're proud of yourself. So believe what you believe. Be who you are. When you're unapologetically yourself, that's when women will get attracted to you. And remember, when you got that next girl on your couch, the old karate chop maneuver, brother, just slap it in there and then pretend to itch your nose. And if the thing smells like a burnt taco that got shit on by a sumo wrestler, abort mission. Say, hey, I got to get up early tomorrow morning. Let's get you an Uber and then lose that girl's number. And for ladies listening, same thing with dudes. Believe me, those ball sacks sticking to the leg for 12 hours a day. God damn, bro. It smells like a fucking locker room down there sometimes. Not me, of course. I run a tight battleship. But for other dudes, especially if you don't shave, come on, man. Run a tight battleship. Let me ask you this. What looks taller, a sheep standing in a foot of grass or a sheep standing in one inch of grass? Huh? Do the math on that one. Tighten up your battleship. Launch a fusillade of championhood off the starboard bow. Be unapologetic. Crush this fucking life and be exactly who you want to be. That is the most attractive thing. Gentlemen, I appreciate you listening. I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, and I hope to see you in the next episode. Ah!